Good morning, everybody. This is Bobby Beast Coast Lanou. <laughs> and it is already a crazy Tuesday here on the East Coast with the Beast Coast. And let's just go ahead and get started right away, right? Let's go ahead and start with the Red Sox this morning. And we're just going to talk, we're going to feature a lot on the Red Sox today and the Patriots. You know, we'll talk more and dive more into the Celtics and Bruins, I'm sure, when there's more news or when other things happened. Um, I will mention something later with the Bruins, but let's start off. Come on, let's start off with the Red Sox. The Red Sox are, are, well, they went into the weekend series with Cleveland, and I thought they were going to sweep the series. And before the series even started, they had bad news where Kiki Hernandez and Carlos Arroyo uh, well, Kiki tested positive for COVID, uh, and, you know, that was just tip of the iceberg right there, because right after Kiki tested positive, and trust me when I say this, that is a huge, huge loss for the Red Sox. He was great. He's been doing great. So, you lose him, you lose Carlos Arroyo, who's been banged up here and there, and you go, oh my goodness, uh, you know, how do we score? Well, we, we took Friday's game against Cleveland, and we had a, a, a great win on uh, Saturday in 10 innings with uh, J.D. Martinez hitting a three-run homer. Uh, and then Sunday came, Tanner Houck was pitching well. He had a lot of walks, but he, he was in the line for the win. We were up 5-3 to three in the eighth after Rafael Devers, who hit two home runs in that game. And then after that, like, the bottom fell out. And the the, be- the bullpen, which has usually been pretty solid, just, you know, couldn't keep it together. And, you know, it was a tough, tough loss because the A's won. They took the last two out of three from the Yankees. And, uh, you know, it kind of cost us because the A's are the team that's chasing us for the last wild card spot. spot. As of today, Tuesday, they're only two games out of the last wildcard spot. So Tanner Hout pitched five and a third innings. He had three, gave up three earned runs, but had four walks. Um, and he's pitched well. Um, but yeah, um, the bullpen just couldn't, they couldn't keep it together. As Austin Davis, he came in and gave up three runs. Raboles, he gave up a run. Uh, you know, it, it just, when you needed the win the most and you had the game in hand, you, you couldn't figure out a way to win. Um, and then you have a big four-game series with Tampa. And I, I said this earlier, we, we struggle mightily against Tampa Bay. And, you know, no difference. No difference at all. We struggled again against Tampa as we lost 6-1 to one last night. And... You know, the first pitch of the game by Nick Pavetta goes for a home run. You're just like, oh, uh, here we go again. But Bobby Dahlback tied it in the bo- uh, top of the second. And then, you know, Nick Pavetta just struggled all night long. You know, he struggled. He labored. He got through five innings, which we needed him to get through. Uh, he had over 100 pitches. He was... Not happy with the umpire's calls on a lot of the pitches. Um, and then up more bad news is the COVID list just keeps growing for the Red Sox. So 
not only you got Christian Arroyo and you've got Kiki Hernandez, but uh, Matt Barnes, who has been struggling, and we actually need him because he needs to get that confidence back that he had at the beginning of the season. He's COVID. Uh, then um, not only him, Martin Perez, COVID. And then Josh Taylor was a close contact. He's on the list. And you can only do so much. And even Alex Cora said, you know, the baseball stuff, we can handle that. But this COVID stuff, it's invisible. We, we can't handle that. That's, you know, we're doing the best we can. And, and to be quite frank with you, the Red Sox have done a great job at containing the COVID from May to the, pre- from May to the beginning of August. And it's finally caught up to them. And it's hitting them very hard when it's the worst time possible for that to hit. And, you know, the Red Sox still have three against the uh, Rays. And I know it's going to sound like I'm a pessimist, but I, I, I've said into, going into this, going into this uh, series, we need to take three out of four. Now we need to take the next three, and we don't even have a starter lined up for for today. So we're probably either going to have to call up somebody, or Brad Peacock, who we just picked up, might be pitching in today's game. Uh, Yesterday, for Tampa, um, Patino, who's four and three with uh, Tampa, uh, the young kid, he he pitched well. He pitched five and two-thirds innings, giving up one run, five hits. you know, there was a couple innings where we had him on the ropes and we let him off the hook. Uh, and you have to give your, you, you have to, I don't know, tip your cap. Tampa Bay just knows how to do it. They're 30 and 11 since the All-Star break. And wasn't it just at the All-Star break where we were in first place? <laughs> Does anybody remember that? I do. It was a long time ago and I was concerned because we were going into the All-Star break not on a good swing. Um, and here we are. And I don't know. I don't know what the Red Sox can do at this point. You got to keep fighting, of course. You got to keep fighting. Got to keep pushing. You know, Oakland's playing Detroit this week. So, and Detroit's feisty. At least they're feisty. They'll, they'll give Oakland everything they've got. But... And Boston is 75 and 58, which is still a great record, right? They're going to finish over 500. There's no doubt about that. But like I told you guys last week, their schedule is brutal, no doubt. Because you you got four against Tampa Bay right now. And to me, Cleveland's always tough, right? Uh, Cleveland's just always a tough team to play against they don't lay down for anybody so you play three against Cleveland you took two out of three excellent right even though you should have swept them you got three more against Tampa today tomorrow and Thursday then you got Friday Saturday Sunday you play three more against Cleveland and then you got three against Tampa again and then it doesn't get easier because you got to play the uh, central leading White Sox and the surging Seattle Mariners on the road. It's not till after that when you come home to play three against Baltimore and now the the Mets who feel like they're being chastised by their fans. Whatever. 
that's a story for another day. You know, if you're playing poorly, you're going to get booed. I mean, we pay the ticket prices. Get over it. Sorry. That's just my opinion. I played sports. We weren't playing well. You get booed. Play great. You're going to get applauded. It's like a show. Remember? Anyways, I divert. I, 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 <laughs> I, I get off the subject. So, uh, the Red Sox are just uh, hanging on by a thread. COVID is not helping. Um, maybe they can leave Tampa with a split of a four-game series, which doesn't help because we're nine games behind Tampa Bay for first place. And um, it, it, it's not getting any better. Uh, and that's okay. You know, if we can hang on to the wild card spot, that'd be good. We weren't expected to be crazy good this year anyways. So, you know, we'll just have to wait and see what happens um, and go from there. I just hope and um, I I hope that the Red Sox players who have COVID, I I hope for a speedy recovery. I hope they don't have any lingering effects. And I I hope that uh, they get back to the field soon to do what they love. Uh, Because, we, you know, we love the Red Sox. We love how they played this year, fight with grit. Um, And I will continue to support them and root them on because I am a fan. But like I said last week, the writing is on the wall. It's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. And now, to switch gears a little bit, it was a big, big story with the Patriots today as they let go of Cam Newton today. I I have to admit, I was shocked. I thought Cam Newton would start the season and, um, you know, Mac Jones would be the backup. Maybe Hoyer would be on the, 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 the PUP list or the practice squad, right? Um, but no, Mac Jones, the rookie out of Alabama, is now your starting quarterback for the Patriots. He has two weeks to get gelled in with the starting offense, which he's been doing in joint practices. Uh, but from what I hear and from what I've been reading is that, you know, they think Cam Newton maybe got released because he broke COVID protocols last week. Had to miss a joint practice, and Belichick really uh, feels that those joint practices are extremely important, um, and he missed one. And I don't think he was playing terrible in the preseason games. Uh, I saw him uh, this past week against the Giants. He played one quarter, and that's why I thought he was all set to be our quarterback because he only played one quarter, and, you know... Yeah, you know, there was some passes that were like, ugh, what, what is that pass? But in my opinion, some of the passes he made, were no, one, no receiver was open. Um, he did have a scoring drive in the game. But Mac Jones came in, and he was good. I'm not going to lie. He has zip on the ball. He has control of the players on offense. And it looks like he knows what to do. Is he going to make... Some mistakes and have a lot of bumps and bruises along the way? Sure. Sure he is. Uh, And maybe this is what the Patriots need, right? 
They needed an injection of new blood, a new quarterback. They've been wanting this new quarterback, you know, everybody, Jimmy Garoppolo, this and that. Well, you got Mac Jones, and we're going to see what he can do and what he can produce. Um, you start off with the Dolphins, who will give you a test. They got a good defense. I'm glad we're playing at home just to ease them on in. And our defense, in my opinion, is going to have to win us a lot of games this season. Or keep us close. Um, and I'm sure there's going to be other surprise you know, cuts today as well. Um, I don't think Michael Jackson did himself any favors. Uh, you know, a, a DB for the Patriots who just kept getting burnt uh, against the Giants. Um, and there's going to be other cuts. Anthony Jennings might get cut. Quinn Nordine, the kicker that I talked about, I hope he makes the practice squad because he does have a booming of a boomer. He's got a big leg. Uh, and then we'll just see what he, he what happens to him. Um, if not, I'm sure a team will pick him up. He's got a good leg. He's just got to be accurate. The Eagles game hurt him. And he had some good kicks against the Giants. He missed one. It was 53 yards out. You know, he's got to hit that too, but um, it was just wide. Uh, but I'm excited, cautiously optimistic to see what Matt Jones will do. Uh, he's got a ton of weapons. I'll say that. When you got the two tight ends, even though Hunter Henry really hasn't done anything yet because of his injury, and he, he's got to stay healthy, Hunter Henry. Even with the Chargers, he was always hurt. So I'm hoping he stays healthy. Uh, you got the running backs are just so good. Uh, looking forward to that. Uh, and then, you know, we really haven't even utilized James White really in the in the preseason. <clears throat> um, you know, the Patriots traded Sody Michelle last week. And we're going to find out what happens with Stephon Gilmore today. Does he come off the PUP list? If he doesn't, he has to miss the first six games of the season. That's going to hurt the Patriots on defense. It, it just is. So what's going to happen, everybody? Uh, I can't wait to see what, what happens today. Today's going to be some cuts, and we're going to go, whoa, I can't believe that person got cut. But with the season coming up and what? Next Thursday, Tampa and Dallas. You know, everybody's excited, ready to roll, ready to see what our new quarterback brings. I'll keep my Cam Newton jersey. Um, but I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm excited to see what happens. And I hope Cam Newton finds another job somewhere. Because he is a good player. He is a good teammate. And I think he still has a lot to offer. Uh... So I wish him the best. I really do. I'm, I'm glad he spent the time in New England. I'm glad we kind of gave him the opportunity to see what he could do. I think Houston would be a good fit for him. I think Houston's looking for a quarterback, especially if Deshaun Watson does get traded. Um, but uh, we roll on and we go forward with Mac Jones. So in Mac, we trust. The big Mac attack. So... Go Patriots. Go Red Sox. Got to get better. Um, and the last thing I want to just do is take a minute and, you know, give my condolences to the Bruins family, to the Hayes family. Jimmy Hayes was found dead last week. 
Um, and he was a beloved hockey player, beloved Massachusetts hockey player. And um, I just want to send out my thoughts and prayers to the family. Uh, very sad news indeed. Uh, Patrice Bergeron said he was always a happy guy and a good man and a good father and a good husband. And just want to send my condolences to the family. Uh, P.K. Subban sent uh, a big, I don't know, kind of uh, had a, a, a thing in honor of Jimmy Hayes yesterday. So, I, it's sad news, just sad news. And uh, the one last thing I, I want to go back to saying is, and, and I just forgot to say this earlier, um, back to the Patriots real quick. Asante Samuel, you know, he was a good New England Patriot. He did drop a pick in the Super Bowl that we almost went undefeated. And... I don't understand why he has such an axe to grind with Bill Belichick. I mean, he made you Asante Samuel. You know, Brady is a great quarterback. Brady is the GOAT. But those first couple of times we won the Super Bowl, especially against the Rams and against the Eagles, it was our defense that held check. Not so much the offense. Sure, we had to score. But it was the defense And that's Bill Belichick. It's all him. Okay? Um, And he continues to say stupid things on his Twitter account like cold-blooded because they cut Cam Newton. Why is it cold-blooded? It's a business. He had to trade Lawyer Malloy to Buffalo. I know people were pissed at him. But it was the best decision he made for the team. He always puts the team first. And that's what some of these ex-players don't understand. That's too bad. And that's on him. Um, And it just looks like Gilmore is going to open on the PUP list. So he's out for the first six games of the season. Which is... It's devastating news for the Patriots. It really is. I mean, what's going on with this quad injury? I mean, how long? I mean, trust me, I I have a groin injury myself, and it just, it won't heal. So, what's going on with it, though? He tore his quad in week 15 of last season. He had to have surgery, and he's still not ready. I mean, that's something to keep a look at. Uh, They did trade for Sean Wade last week week from the Ravens. He kind of got picked on. Uh, it, it, it's it's scary. The secondary is now scary without Stefan Gilmore. But look, hey, I, I digress. It is what it is. We'll see what happens. I just had to get this news in. Um, can't wait to talk next week, right before the season starts. And uh, we'll see what happens. So everyone, have a good week. Go Patriots. Go Red Sox. Get better, Red Sox. God bless you, the Hayes family. And we'll talk again next week. Later.